Welcome to the PodMax podcast, a podcast about podcasting. So if you are a podcast host, if you want to be a podcast host, if you listen to podcasts, if you have no idea what this little thing called podcasting is all about, then this is your show. Welcome to the PodMax podcast. I always dance a little bit when that, I feel like it's like, got to get it, your groove on. Yeah, it's got, that, it's got that nice little vibe to it, right? It's that get you, get you kind of in the mood for the PodMax uh-huh. podcast, right? Oh, yes. And we have some big things going on. Big. Uh, I can't remember. August 27th? August 27th? Yeah, August 27th. That's it. August, August 27th. 27th. That is the day. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. It is yes. the day of something big. Some, what is it? I can't remember. Larry, tell the people at home. It is the very next PodMax event, and I cannot wait to tell everybody about this. Matter of fact, this is the first time we're letting this cat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. August 27th, the next PodMax event. I cannot wait. Rachel, are you going to be there? I am going to be there. It is actually birthday month for me. Full birthday month, not birthday week. Well, it is birthday week too of that. And it actually, is birthday week. Uh-huh. And I'm August 29th. You're the 30th. So, you know, we're just going to party. I think we should have a party at the next podcast, the next yeah. Pod Max meeting. Like, it, it's going to be our birthday party. Amazing. People need to be there. It's going to be, what is it? Tremendous. That is my favorite word. <laughs> It is going to be tremendous. It is going to be tremendous. You know, one of the things that's going to make it tremendous is the fact that our keynote speaker is none other than Caleb Silver. And if you're not familiar with who Cable... uh, One more time, you got this. Not Cable. Caleb. Did I say Cable when I said his name? Caleb Silver is his name. He is the editor-in-chief of Investopedia. So if you want somebody that knows about investing, that can help you take your investments and maximize the return on those investments, Mm -hmm. Caleb is the one that can help make that happen. And he is going to be the keynote speaker on August 27th at the very next PodMax event. You need to get your tickets right now. So take advantage of that. Yes, go to podmax.co. Get your tickets. Get your tickets on, people. They're not going to last all day, all Plus, week. Like, they're going fast. So It's our birthday. Fast. And it's, it's our birthday. birthday. birthday month. Party Do it with for us. us. Party with us. Let's get this thing going, man. Let's talk about build it and they will come. Build it and they will come. I was like, are we going to build like, a transition? Let's build that transition in there. Let's get that. <laughs> build dramatic pauses. Make people hang on our every word. Okay, so I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, Do you ever get personal on your shows? Because here's the thing. Like, yes, we've been talking. We've been, we've been hosting the show for a while. But I don't know if people know that I have two crazy kids, a husband, a crazy dog. And, you know, right now I'm, I'm all in kid zone because it's summertime and it's constant kid stuff. And, and I'm very into birthdays. Like we just said, tonight is my daughter's sweet life of Lila birthday party. Oh mm-hmm. man. How it's, great it's is big. that? It's so fun. I rented a hotel suite. She has seven of her little girlfriends coming over and I may be crazy, but the reason I'm telling you this is not just to talk about an amazing idea for a birthday party, which it absolutely is. And I think sure. they're going to have a blast and then they can wreck something else. Not my house. Um, but is to get to the question, do you get personal? Do people know you? Do they know your family? Do they know 
you know, you're inviting them into your home, into your world, but do yeah. they know you? Yeah, and that's so, the thing. We're inviting them into our world, but are we really inviting them into our world? You know, one of the key things when you're building a podcast and you're growing your audience is to establish real long-lasting relationships with your audience. Yes. And in order to do that, you can't put up this facade. You have to share. You have to let them know you. You want to know them, right? Oh, you, we you... want to know a lot about them. And sharing is caring. There you go. <laughs> Was that Barney? Yeah. Sharing I mean, you know. is caring. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so but it's true. So because... tr it... Peach right? Coke, you owe me a Coke. It is true. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing, man, is that we ask our audience to share. We ask our audience to be raw. We ask them to bear their souls so that we can in turn help them through the materials that we provide through the podcast. But then we sometimes like to hide behind the shield of our podcast persona. Oh, did somebody do that? Maybe a little bit. Do you know someone who may have done that? There may have been a guy, there may have been a guy that actually built up his podcast and intentionally, intentionally hid behind the brand of the podcast mm. so that he didn't have to expose himself. That would be me. Yeah. That was my plan right out of the gate. And I'll tell you, it led to a lot of struggles. It led to a lot of problems in engaging with my audience or even gaining footage with an audience. Wait, I have a question. So you intentionally did that? Oh, you yeah. You made it a point. That's interesting. Wow. Because I think that most people do it unintentionally. They get stuck in, in the zone and they just have a way that they do things, a way that they ask questions. They're asking maybe the same questions and they're letting their guests open up, but then they're not opening up and sharing. Right? So yeah, I, didn't... I mean, I've, I've, I've verbally said that. If you go back and listen to some of the early episodes of my particular podcast, I literally say, this isn't my show. This is but the guest is show. This show. is your show. Exactly. You talk about a mistake. But uh, I lived it and I experienced that. And thankfully, I learned from it. But we have to go ahead and expose ourselves. And I know how difficult that can be. It can be so scary, especially when you're putting a podcast out there everywhere. You know, we're distributing them on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube. We have video. We're doing videos on Facebook. We're doing videos on LinkedIn. We are exposing ourselves. I mean, holy, it's like a puppy rolling over and giving you their belly. That's exactly what we're doing, but we're doing it to the public. How scary is that? It is, but there's that authenticity that comes with it, right? I mean, when you can when you can share openly, then it it really cuts down that wall. And I think that sometimes we get so wrapped up and yes, that's scary, but really it's just storytelling. So did I really, you know, did you really need to know about my daughter's sweet life of Lila hotel birthday party coming up tonight? No, but now you know a little bit more about me and it's that story connecting. And that is, you know, at our, at our nature, at our core, we are storytellers. So, and everyone has a story to tell, even when you think, you know, people don't want to hear from me, then they've heard from me before. Exactly. That's what makes us so relatable are the stories. You shared the story of your daughter's birthday party. Guess what? Every mom out there that's listening right now, they engaged right then because they went, oh, that is so sweet. I did something similar for my daughter. Or, or when my daughter turns seven, I'm going to do something similar. That's a great idea. And you get that exchange of ideas and you start to build that trust and you start to build that relationship. You know, but it, again, it goes back to being so scared to do it. 
and I saw something that was, I'm not going to repeat it exactly as I saw it because it came from Mr. Gary V. So it was a little colorful, uh. but the bottom line was okay. forget what people think. If you buy a red car, guess what they're going to tell you? You should have bought a blue car. If you start a relationship with someone, guess what? They're going to say, oh, you should have started a relationship with someone else. Turn around and break up with that person. They're going to go, why did you break up with them? That was a great relationship. Bottom line is don't give in to that fear. Be who you are. Let people know who you are and be proud of that and engage mm -hmm. and build those relationships and build that trust. And you're going to see tremendous increases in your engagement. And you're going, oh, I got the buzzer. Look at that. That's great. And you're going to see tremendous engagement in your download numbers. It is going to benefit you across the board. Amazing. And you know what? Stay true to the words that you love. If you haven't noticed, Larry's word is tremendous. He loves it. So every time he says the word, say it, Larry, go ahead. Tremendous. You're going to hear that bell. So that is four times. Let's see how many we can do today. And actually, you know what? That brings us to our next segment. Actually, we called that one Build It and They Will Come, but this one is actually Build It and They Will Come. Build It and They Will Come. You know, Rach, I picked up on that when you said it right out of the gate, but I thought, you know what? We're just going to flow with this, man. We're going to so flow with it. You know, it's a live show, people. <laughs> this is live. This is showbiz. You got to go with the flow. And you know what? When you mess up, nobody cares. We no, just fine. keep going. We it's, just it's, keep going. Just keep swimming. So you had pro in the know. Now let's talk about build it and they will come. Larry, lay on me. What do we got? <laughs> we're talking about building your personal brand. And this ties mm -hmm. right back into what we were just talking about. Building your personal brand, especially in the podcasting space, is something that is so critical. There are over 2.5 million podcasts out there right now today. That is a ton of podcasts. And <laughs> it's growing. It's growing so fast. I mean, if you look back just two years ago, back in 2019, we hadn't even broke a million yet. We really? were somewhere between a, a half a million and three quarters of a million podcasts just two years ago. Well, it you know what happened. So fast. Well, the pandemic happened and everyone was like, well, well what are we going to do now? I don't know. You want to start a podcast? Sure. You want to start a podcast? And then everybody started a podcast. Let's do it. Let's start a podcast. Right? So that's exactly <laughs> what people do. But, you know, sometimes, especially I think people that engage in the PodMax podcast, they're looking to take their podcast to the next level. Yes. They're looking to really leverage the power of their podcast. Yes. And in order to do that, you have to establish a personal podcast brand. And many times you got to ask, how do I do that? How do I start a personal podcast brand? What's one of the things that comes to mind, Rachel, when you think about right out of the gate, building a personal brand? Well, I mean, it really relates to what we were just talking about, like making sure that it's something that you know about, something you're passionate about, something that you can speak on. Um, and actually, Larry, you are speaking on this very topic in Nashville today. Yes, yes. here in, a, in about, probably about, about eight hours, actually. Uh, as soon as we finish up here, I'm headed straight to the airport and I'm going to be giving a talk to the Nashville Podcasters Meetup Association. And we're it. talking about this exact topic. We're going to talk about how to build a personal podcast brand. And Rachel, you nailed it right out of the gate. And believe it or not, we didn't even discuss that prior. We did it. You, you mentioned the fact. I was fact, like, get it right. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> but you nailed it because you said, you know, in order to start off with a personal podcast brand, you have to have something that you're passionate about. Yes. Ask Isn't yourself, that? what am I passionate about? What gets me fired up? 
What can I talk about 24-7 if I had to? And one of the key factors here, because pod fade is real. People start podcasts, and before you know it, seven, eight, nine episodes in, they're going, "Ah, I'm kind of bored with this. Mm -hmm. Avoid that pod fade by making sure it's something that you can continue to talk about over the long term. It's not just a fad for you. It's not something you think is going to be successful if you start a podcast. Oh, I can talk about it because everybody's going to listen to the podcast if I talk about X. You may not even care about X. (laughs) And again, it goes back to what we were talking about, building personal relationships. How are you going to build relationships on top of a topic yeah, you don't really care anything about. Yeah. And you know what? I really think, again, that the storytelling and the connection, if you can speak on it personally, um, that again, we keep talking about authenticity, but I feel like it just, we need to drill it into people's heads because we see social media, we see everybody's posts, we see what everybody else is doing. And we think, oh, well, that looks good. I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. But stay in your lane. I mean, really, if it's not something that, drives you, then it's not for you. Let Be happy for somebody else that they're doing their thing, but you have to stay stay true to yourself and the things that really make you tick, the things that um, maybe you're, you're struggling with yourself. Those are the kinds of shows that I listen to, the ones where people are just like, here it is. This is me. Yeah, and that's exactly right. You have to tap into your uniqueness. Larry Winget is a motivational speaker, and he's often referred to as the pit bull of personal development. He once said this, discover your uniqueness and learn to exploit it in the service of others. And I think that oh. is so powerful because your uniqueness is your brand. Mm-hmm. It is what keeps people coming back to listen to you. Anybody can have the same interview with the same person that you've had on your podcast. Odds are they've been on dozens of other podcasts as well. So what makes that content unique? What makes people want to come back and embrace your content when they have so many other options to choose from? It's you. Mm -hmm. It's your uniqueness. And you know, Larry, you actually were playing with this a little while ago. You uh, you would come into a meeting and you didn't have your hat on and you didn't have your glasses on and you you looked you looked very conservative and buttoned up and you know very polished. And now that you don't look polished now, but everyone was Thanks. like, I appreciate Who that. Is that? <laughs> no, I actually got a message from Jody Krangle, a great friend of each of ours and in the uh-huh. Podmax family. She's tremendous. She she sent me a private message. She goes, I tell you what. Oh, that was tremendous. It was. If if it wasn't for your background, I wouldn't even know who you are. So I didn't why have did... the hat. I didn't have the glasses. You're right. I had the yeah. colored shirt. I think you were a little bit more clean shaven. So why did you feel the need to to deviate from the Larry that we we see every day? You know, on, on that particular date, I don't recall exactly, but I mm. think if I had to lean into it and go, why did I why did I get all, all gussied up? Why did I put on my Sunday best? It had to be an event. It had to be either like this upcoming August 27th event that we have with Caleb Silver, or it had to have been one of our mixers that we have every Friday with the Podmax family. Uh, It had to be something like that. And I thought, you know what? I need to show up. It's a mixer, right? We're going to be hobnobbing with all the big wigs. Mm -hmm. So I need to look the part. So I got dressed up and people's like, I don't even know who this dude is. Right. So again, but it's in our own mind. We think that we need to be different or we need to do something different to change who we are. You don't, you don't. You know, a friend of mine, his name's David DiGiorgio and he coined a phrase and he actually trademarked it. He owns it, but he's given me permission to talk about it. Right. Oh, what is it? He calls it 
comparanoia. Comparanoia. Where we have a desire to be like or not like someone. So yes. instead of being me, I see somebody over here doing something. I go, oh my God, they're doing it so well. I want to be just like them. Mm -hmm. Or we look over, we see somebody go, oh, I don't, don't want to be like that though. And I'll tell you, this is another one of my lessons learned along the way in my podcasting journey was when I first started, especially the, the corporate type podcast, the interview podcast, right? I yes. didn't really know what I was doing. And at the time, we've all probably heard of John Lee Dumas or JLD, his Entrepreneur on Fire shows, one of the top rated shows out there, and he's just crushing it, right? So I looked at him and I went, well, <laughs> old JLDs. And he, you know, he, he kind of posts his financials on his website. So you can kind of see how much money he's earning from his podcast every month. And I'm like, well, if that cat's doing that and it's earning him that, guess what mm -hmm. I need to do? So I'm not gonna lie, I copied his questions. Might've tweaked him a little bit because he asks the same questions on every episode, regardless of who he's talking to. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, if that works for him, guess what? It's going to work for Larry. So and how Larry did tried that it. work out for you? It didn't work at all. <laughs> well, I'm sure that you just got bored with yourself because that wasn't you. No, it wasn't me at all. And no. you know, JLD's got a very unique personality and he's got a very unique approach to what he does. And it's not something that A, is to be copied because guess what's going to happen? People are going to see it. And if they happen to know who JLD is, which they probably do, guess what? They're going to go, oh, look at this JLD knockoff over here. Second rate version of somebody else. Yeah. You don't need that? it. Who wants that? I used to get those fake GI Joes. My grandma would buy me the fake GI Joes oh, when I was this kid. I'm like, but mom, gosh. this isn't a real GI Joe. What are you doing? I don't want this knockoff, right? So it's the same thing with your podcast. It's the same thing with your brand. So don't fall prey to comparanoia. In order to overcome that, what you need to do is look deep inside. Once again, find that uniqueness and then celebrate that uniqueness. Celebrate yourself, celebrate who you are, what you bring to the table and put that out there for the entire world to see. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Comparanoia. Comparanoia. I'm gonna, that's, that's a great word, comparanoia. It is. You know what it's it so is? true and it's like, it, it can just eat you alive though. It can really just. Well, and I think that's why it resonates happen. so well with everybody. Yeah. I mean, David just hit 50,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. I think just yesterday he's had millions of views of his videos. He did a Ted talk. I mean, it resonates with so many people because sure. each and every one of us, we fall prey to it. We just do it's, it's inevitable. Yeah. And especially when you're dealing with people on the internet, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the, at the top of the oh, show. Yes. The internet's a, a mean place. You it know? is. And, All and, those and, trolls come out and make you feel less than, but you just, you got to cut it. You got to, you just can't listen. You can't watch. You have to just stay the course and stay focused. Stay the course, know who you are, know what your brand is, move forward and be honest and be upfront with everybody and build those relationships. And in the process, you'll build your brand. I love it. Speaking hey, of building brands, we got some pros that are building their brands. Let's take a look at that with... Pro in the know. Pro in the know. All right. Tell me what the big guys are up to. I don't think I'm going to like it. I well, don't think uh, I'm going to like it. You know, we're, we're seeing an expansion, and I mentioned this in the, in the last segment. You know, podcasts are blowing up. They're becoming a, a mainstream part of media. They're a mainstream part of all the creation process that's out there. If you have television, if you have Netflix, if you have, it doesn't matter where it's at. Podcasting is being accepted. It's being embraced and maybe, maybe it's being exploited. I don't know. 
But this came up because Netflix literally just hired their first executive of podcast management. Her name is Najiri Eaton, and she comes from Apple. She was a former Apple, Apple executive, and she's going to be overseeing all of Netflix's podcast business. And it's just a sign that the streaming video industry is moving towards audio. And it's not just that. It's everywhere. Everywhere, as we see, they're moving towards audio. What are your thoughts, Rachel? I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it at all. I think it's obnoxious because really, I feel like what Netflix is trying to do is just have a new show and call it a podcast. Just because you call something a podcast doesn't make it a podcast. And I, I never hear my kids say, oh, mom, can we just watch TV? No, they, they say, oh, can we just go on YouTube? Come on, just can we go on Netflix? Can we? They use the brand names. They don't say TV. So TV is not cool. But podcasting is cool. Podcasting used to be just on your phone. And if you didn't have an Apple, you couldn't call it podcasting. But now everything is podcasting. So here's my issue, Larry. Here's my issue. Break it down. I feel like we need a new name for this thing called podcasting. I really do. Because mm. it's not just... It's not just audio or visual. It is the full media of what we do. So, yeah, I mean, it, it encompasses everything. You, you don't just have your little iPod strapped to your wrist as you run the treadmill at the local gym. That's for sure. Yeah. It's definitely expanded. You made a point earlier talking about how if you have an Android device, uh, you're listening to a podcast on an Apple device. Right. Eh, are you? Are you? So is it dated? Is, is it an outdated term? Potentially. But what else would we call it? What what do you see podcasting as? I don't know. We need we need a cool brand name. I mean, it is it is media content. Um, and just as so iHeartRadio, they they are not called iHeartRadio anymore. It's iHeartMedia. Um I don't know, pod media. I don't know. We need a name. We need a good name. We need a catchy something that we can get behind because you know, it is so much more than just listening. Like like you had just said. And I, again, I just think it's annoying that Netflix is doing this. They really, they're just trying to get us. They're just trying to get us to watch more stuff and fill our feed with, oh, I have to watch this, this, and this now. But really, it's just a new show. But, you know, those are so powerful. <laughs> those are such powerful tools. And that's why they're doing it. I think it demonstrates <laughs> the power of audio content. And, you yes, know, I, 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 I got to tell you. Oh. I, I did this for a short time. I had a podcast that was very short-lived, but <laughs> just uh -oh. because it was it was difficult to maintain it. And I'll tell you why. Because it was a companion podcast, just like they okay. have companion podcasts for many of the Netflix shows or the Amazon Prime shows or even mm -hmm. just the cable television shows. And that's so what, like recapping a show or exactly. going through and giving your commentary. A hundred percent. And okay. and I had teamed up with someone and we were doing you ever heard of Love After Lockup? No. <laughs> it's only the best, worst television there is on TV. It's about couples. Oh, it's one of those. Like, <laughs> One's you, on like, the I outside. shouldn't be wasting an hour of my life on this, but it's just that bad. We're probably losing viewers right now because I'm admitting that I watched Love <laughs> After Lockdown. So. Oh, no. yeah, now I want to know more. Now I want to well, know Well, it's, it's just about people that are on the outside of prison, and they fall in love through penmanship and having a pen pal with someone on the inside of prison. Then once their prison <laughs> sentence is up, they get together and they have this relationship outside of prison. And that's when oh all the hilarity God. ensues. Oh, it's tremendous. It's tremendous. And I said it twice because you have to twice. You got to say it twice because it's so nice. But I had a podcast called Larry after lockup. So I did the same thing because you know why? Oh, 
I, the, the reason I see them doing this is because it's almost built in downloads. It's almost yeah. built in reach. It absolutely is. That's why I don't like it. I like it's double dipping. <laughs> <laughs> it is double dipping, but at the it same is, time. But it's smart. I know. Exactly. And it demonstrates to our audience that they could do the exact same thing. I know people that have built YouTube channels specifically on review videos. Mm hmm. And I currently do a series of Shark Tank videos with Super Joe Pardo, a good friend of mine. His YouTube channel is primarily Shark Tank review videos where we'll watch an episode of the video uh, of, of the show. And then we'll do a video where we recap each pitch and we talk about the pitches and we give our insight. Guess what? Those videos of his, they get tens of thousands of views because why? Because it has the power of Shark Tank built right in. Yeah. So what, where it does feel like double dipping because it is and where it can be very frustrating because we see the commercialization of a medium that we all cherish so much, which is the power of audio and the power of our voices. That's where the frustration comes in because we see, we see the corporate media taking over and it drowns out the power of our voices. You have hit the nail on the head. That is exactly why I have an issue with it. I mean, and, it's a great, it's a great freaking idea. All right. I know it's a great idea, but I just don't like that. The big guys are doing it. I like when, you know, someone just decides to do it on their own because you know, let's face it years ago, it was TV and radio. And if, if you weren't on a big network, you know, you hadn't made it. Now we don't necessarily need that. We have the capability to have a, a podcast. You're in your home. I'm in mine. We can do this on our own. We don't need to have a big network or conglomerate behind us. But now I don't like that they're sneaking into what we're doing. It's smart. I know it's smart. Just don't like it. It's definitely an evolution of the process. And it's something that we as creators, we have the challenge of overcoming each and every day with each and every one of our shows. So again, you know, to tie all this back together, have you ever shared openly with your audience? Have you ever embraced your uniqueness to build your personal podcast brand? Mm -hmm. And now we see the importance of doing that more so than ever because of the corporate media and the growth that they are experiencing by accepting the power of audio media and implementing it as part of each and every one of their offerings. Mm -hmm. So all of mm -hmm. this, it all ties together to bring us back to where we started, man. Right back to where we started. Which was where? Which was August 27th is the very yes. next PodMax event. August 27th, birthday month. Come celebrate our birthdays. And, you know, aside from the fact that guests will be interviewed on three podcasts, aside from the incredible keynote speakers, the networking that happens at these events, it's tremendous, I have to say. <laughs> it's tremendous. Because I, I, they're, they're people that want to continue the conversation outside of the event. It's not just one of those things where you go and meet people and it's a business card exchange and then you never see anybody afterwards. Well, with it being virtual, we attract people from all over the country, all over the world. And they're people that are movers and shakers and are doers and they want to engage. I mean, people are, the chat is open the whole time. They're they're connecting, they're, they're scheduling things outside of the event, during the event. So again, it's, it's true. You need to be there. I don't know how many people I have met through PodMax that I am now extremely good friends with and even work together on several joint ventures. Thanks to the networking that took place at a PodMax event. 
Now, this sounds like it's just a commercial because, well, it's a PodMax podcast, but it's really not. Yeah, it's I, really I not. promise you, this is 100% the truth. I've been to, we'll say 15, I think that's a fair oh. number, uh, PodMax events. It's been a long time since I missed one, and I would not miss it unless there was something that was just really, really major going on in my life. It's one of the best events. It has such a great feel. It brings everybody in and makes everybody feel like they are a part of the conversation. And guess what? You are. There'll be three keynote speakers. Caleb Silver is our first announcement. Once again, editor-in-chief of Investopedia, taking your money and maximizing those returns for you. He's going to be talking, going to be an amazing keynote and then tie that in with the three podcasts that you can be on or you can host. That's your choice. Either way you want to go, you can be on either side of the mic. And, and once again, just getting involved and meeting people and networking and building your contact database. That is so huge. Our contact database is our level of success. It's how we can expand not just our brand, but everyone around us. We can help Absolutely. each and every one of our, our coworkers, and we call them coworkers, our co-creators. How's that? I grow like and provide value and reach bigger and broader audiences. I love it. Hey, speaking of, uh, you know, co-creators, we have Todd and Amber who have their show coming up next. Let's bring them on. Let's see what's going on with them. Let's do it. Yo, yo, yo. Hey. What's going on, what's guys? guys? Oh, Todd, you kind of sound like a transformer, but in a good way. Uh-oh. That's not uh -oh. Optimus Todd. Optimus Todd, that's amazing. <laughs> Love it. How are you? How's it going? I think that's going to be his new name. If anybody at the next PodMax event calls him anything other than Optimus Todd, I'm going to be extremely <laughs> disappointed. I will take that. Oh, there you go. Okay, that's better. You're back. All He's right. Really I transformed now. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry. I wasn't expecting, I, I, I didn't know I was coming on so quickly. I was still half <laughs> robot there. <laughs> You guys, when I first moved to Vegas, I'll never forget walking down the strip and watching this little kid throw an absolute tenter, temper tantrum like on the ground because Transformers had just come out and there was a Bumblebee character uh, and the kid wanted him to transform uh, and he can't because he's a human and the kid is like, this is not okay with me. And the parents were like, I don't know what to do with this. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, them, like curled them up into a ball and rolled them down the sidewalk. Yes. I'm like, first of all, like burn your kids' clothes after laying down on the sidewalk by the yeah. strip. Oh. And this is my favorite, um, yeah. my favorite moment. Well, of the I day. mean, this is, you know, when you get the 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 bootleg G.I. Joe, that's similar to what we're what's going on right? here. You know, He's, yeah. you know, second hey. rate, second rate transformers that can't transform. Right. He needs to go. Swap meat bumblebee. Well, I think we just oh. um, lowered the quality of your guys' show. Yeah, apologies, about, like, guys. Yeah, no, sorry about no. that. <laughs> no, it's, it's it was great. so great. And then you're like, let's bring Amber and Todd in. And we're like, Jesus, don't do that. <laughs> so speaking of lowering the quality, what we have coming up today, you know, it's amazing. We don't really, we don't plan our episodes together whatsoever. But you yeah. guys were talking about before, you know, um content quality coming out with stuff what do you say when you run out to say do you you know you should never run out of things to say but you know to be open to everyone who wants to be a creator sometimes there are specific little niches that are so so small or the the problem they solve is so short term that they could run out of things to say where they're like how am i supposed to put out something every week without being redundant 
And so mm -hmm. that's what we're diving into today. And it's called adjacent content marketing. And it's how do you zoom out from your little niche so that you can still be relevant to your audience and your business, but not so redundant and repetitive over stuff that you think is too boring. Oh, oh man, I love that. That is going to be an amazing conversation. I'm going to have to hang around and take this in. I might even have to bust out my handy dandy notebook here and take some notes. Yeah, there we go. What? Well, you are a never ending list of excitement. So if you're taking notes, I'm sure it's for somebody else there, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will let you have it. it. Thank you so much for the for the kind words. And we look forward to hearing what you guys bring to the table in your episode. Thanks, everybody. Really appreciate it. I think everybody kind of knows or has a feeling that podcasting is like a thing. You know, um, it's just a matter of how it gets incorporated into their business, into their story. Where else can you get on an event, like in person or online, and have like this collection of people, any person that this group and this community attracts, just like brings it? There is no community like the PodMax community, oh, guys. I love PodMax. I love everything about this environment, this family, and every one of these events. It's just tremendous. This is our fifth time here, and every time it just gets better and better. I mean, the relationships, the format of the event, and the opportunities to put us in front of people like David, for example. So we're always open to having deeper and more meaningful conversations one-on-one -on -one with each and every one of you to say, all right, how do we help each other? We're all in the same game here. It's life, right? Let's just do it as best as we can and have a blast doing it. I am just like living off the energy from my two interviews this morning, getting pumped for my third interview. There was just a lot of personality that was brought. There was a lot of deep conversations that I wasn't anticipating. It just created magic. Are you an entrepreneur? Apply now to be a podcast guest at podmax.co.